0: Welcome back to another Courtney Nolan, the podcast episode. As always, I'm your host, Courtney Nolan, and I absolutely adore being here. I love creating these podcasts and yeah, I love being able to chat and just talk through the things that I think are super, super important. And I hope you guys do too. I mean, I get incredible feedback from the potties because I think that's the best way a lot of us hear information and receive it. And it's purely just the fact that you can be doing something else, just listen passively. And I think like for me, when I'm busy, that's what I like to be doing. Like I listen to potties in the car, in the shower, when I'm cooking dinner, when I'm in the gym, you name it. I think they're incredibly versatile. Um, and I love that about a podcast. Like you can be doing anything. So next time you're listening to me somewhere funky, tag me in your stories because I love it and I find it interesting and inspiring to see and hear where you're listening to it. So, yeah, if you have found me in some other way than Instagram, that is my main platform at the moment. So please, please, please go and follow me there. Um, it's Courtney underscore underscore Nolan. And I'm very active on that platform. That's kind of the one that feels the best to me at the moment. And you guys know I'm a massive advocate for that. Like, if it feels good, then do that. So, yeah, come find me there. Today's podcast is about a post that I got so much feedback on recently, and I got feedback on it before I started. And then, um, sorry, got feedback on it. Like those, these were conversations that I had before I created the reel. And then afterwards. So I will put the reel in the show notes in case you haven't seen it. But it was like, your husband doesn't care what your pussy smells like. So don't let that stop you from enjoying the fun that you can have between the sheets. And I say that very much tongue-in-cheek in in the way that it's not just the way that you smell um, that stops you from enjoying things. And I think the big thing that I see and hear and get feedback from is like, there's so many insecurities that we as women have in the bedroom that stop us from fully, fully being able to enjoy sex. And it's a big fucking shame. But if nobody is talking about it, how on earth are we expected to change any of this? How, how are we expected to, I don't know, to feel more normal about it. And to just accept the fact that there is so much going on yet. No one is talking about it. So we don't know when we have this barometer in our head of what's normal. We actually have no idea. We have no idea what anyone else smells like or looks like feels like unless you've been in like different relationships which you know most people have but I'm saying in the way that like um we as women right like I think guys think that we just compare um vulvas all the time I swear that's what guys think that we do like that used to be a joke right like in high school like that's just what chicks do they have pillow fights and they just look at each other's pussies and it's like fuck that is (laughs) That's not what chicks do. And I think this is where it's not what most of us do anyway, like Christ in some way, I'm kind of like, yeah, I wish that was what we did because then we'd be able to experience the fact that everyone is so different and so normal and not everyone looks like what you see on porn or the movies. Like this is the thing that I'm really trying to encourage women to think about and just be super mindful of the language that we use around sex and our anatomy to normalize things. Like not everyone looks the same, like no two flowers look the same, no matter if they are the exact same rose, they are not going to look the same. And that's because everyone's different. Everyone's had a different experience growing up. Everyone's got different physical anatomy. Everyone's got different shapes, sizes, smells, everything, feeling, everything is different. And that's, that's the beauty. Like that's why we feel so good being so unique. But if you're not encouraged to feel like that, or you don't know that it's going to be a challenge. And I think since I love this so much, because there's nothing more rewarding than, than helping a woman feel comfortable with how Her vulva looks, how big her labia looks, how small it looks, how lubricated she gets or doesn't get like these are all the conversations that we have. And this is this sort of stuff that we normalize when you work with me, because it's something that's so important and it's something that could be stopping you from enjoying the sex that you deserve, the sex that you crave, which ultimately brings you to that incredibly close Deep connection with yourself, but also with your partner. And with how busy everybody is. Like busy is just a blanket at the moment, right? Like everybody is busy. You can be busy with work, with kids, with life, with house renovations, with anything. You are busy. And that's just our new baseline. So I really I think the thing that we crave the most is deep, deep connection. And if we aren't able to find this within ourselves, we're going to find it really challenging to find it with somebody else. It's kind of like, um, you're hiding parts of yourself and you don't even aware, you're not even aware that you're doing it. So let's talk about what's normal and not normal in the bedroom. And firstly, everything is normal. what you, you know, your fetishes, your desires, normal is just not a word that I like to use when I'm talking about sex or anything like that with clients, but it's something that people like to throw around to sort of gauge where they're at. But it's just, there's no normal. Everyone is normal and there's no normal at the same time. And that's the beauty of sex is it can be uniquely you. And that's so freaking cool because you don't have rules. You don't have regulations. You don't have expectations. You just have what is. And I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, fuck, that's the dumbest shit ever. Like just that there is what there is. Like my husband used to say, oh, it is what it is. And that would drive me berserk. I would be like, that is such an annoying thing to say because what does that even mean? And now I find myself saying it and I get it. I understand it and I love it because I love that about sex as well. Like it might be so full of energy one day and then really slow and sensual the next, but both equally pleasing and satisfying. And that is the beauty with sex. So when people say, oh, I don't have energy and I'm tired, it's like I completely understand where you're coming from let me help you look at sex differently. And this was a lot of, I suppose my reasoning behind that reel, because like, I remember when my husband and I first got together, um, and I was kind of, I don't know. I definitely like, I really liked him. So I was, I don't know, I wanted to be my best self and look my best self and feel my best self. And I know that oral for me was like, Oh, I don't know. Like I'm still feeling into this. I don't know what I like. Let, let me just please you because I really like you. And I feel really good doing that. And as a strong woman in her masculine, it can be challenging to slip into your feminine to be receiving. And that was definitely something that took me a little bit of work to work through, um, to be enjoying oral. And to be comfortable with how I looked, how I smelled and what I enjoyed. I was like, oh, is this okay? Like, oh, like I've never been with a woman. So I don't know how a pussy is supposed to smell. I don't know how other than my own. I don't know how it's supposed to feel. I don't know what I like. Like, am I like, is this normal? Do I look normal down there? Like, like I said, I've never been with a woman. So I have nothing to compare it to. All I know is me. And yeah, we did heaps of talking around that because with oral particularly, and I speak about this a lot with my girls, with my clients, it's like us as women, we yes need to have our emotional needs met in order to feel like we can relax and open up and let ourselves be fully aroused. And only when we are fully aroused will we feel the enjoyment that is available to us when we start to have sex, but you're you're so vulnerable when you have somebody's you know eyes lips um tongue nose and mouth like down there in your absolute vulva where you are like your most vulnerable like you really have to feel safe secure and trusting of this person and for a lot of women like everything's built on competition and inadequacy and you have to look a particular way and you have to have the biggest boobs the biggest lips the flattest forehead like fuck there's a lot of judgment rolling around no wonder we as a gender and I throw that very care carefully around but like I'm talking about women I'm I'm not this is inclusive I'm just saying we as like vulva hovers vulva owners like we can feel really insecure about the way that we look and that is like my point with that rule I just want you to think about things differently like if there was one thing that you could do differently to enjoy oral more, what would it be? Like, what would it be? Would it be having the lights off? Would it be having a conversation beforehand? Would it be having your partner reaffirm that he's not comparing your vulva to his exes? Would it be having, having that like, Reconfirmation or that reminder that you're beautiful exactly as you are regardless of which day you are on your cycle like would that make you feel more comfortable about having oral like sex is like this massive buffet and you don't have to like everything at the buffet like nobody likes everything like you think about going back to sizzler and no one likes the fucking dry seafood dishes it's just like how long has that scallop been sitting there for it's fucking rank Not everyone likes everything. That's probably the worst analogy when I'm talking in this podcast. So (laughs) I apologize, but you know what I mean? Not everyone likes everything on the buffet table. It's like some people like the bread. Some people don't. Some people like the salad. Some people don't. If you think about sex in the same way, it's, it's, it might help you to appreciate, well, I really like oral, but I need these, this, this is this, or um, I don't like oral and that's completely fine too, but it's just a matter of you working out. Is the fact that you don't like oral or is the fact that you feel insecure about your body stopping you from letting yourself enjoy it? And these are fantastic points for you to journal on, to really have a think about what you do and don't like, and just a really good self-analysis. Like it is just normalizing how unique you are. And how, yes, you are going to smell different on different days of your cycle from week one to week two, to week three, to week four. Like that's just the nature of it. You are going to smell different. You're going to feel different. You're going to like different things. You're going to want different things. You're going to have different desires. And that is like so, so common. And that's the beauty of being a human being. You get to have these different experiences. So I'm just... If you've got a pen handy or you've got your phone and you want to jot down these notes, have a bit of a journal on these things. Like what excites me the most about sex and what is my most favorite sexual experience that I've had and list, like, what was it? Where were you? What were you doing? What were you wearing? You know, what sort of orgasm did you have? Like, What was it that makes that so magnificent? And just think about that, like another point, what is it that I need in order to feel so aroused and turned on? Is it a verbal confirmation from my partner? Is it a particular room? Is it particular sheets? Is it a particular lube? Is it a certain position that I like to start with? Or is it the fact that I need the kitchen bench completely clean and empty and the dishwasher empty and all the dishes put away? For some women, that is the biggest turn on. That might be the thing that you need. And once you start to realize these things, you can be like, well, communicate them to your partner. Like Mick knows for me, I hate having to do the rubbish. And that is like, fuck, that does my head in. I hate having to do the rubbish and I hate having to pick up the dog poo. So if he does those things, then I immediately feel like my mental load is lighter and they're not something on my mind. I feel more connected to him. I feel more seen and heard by him because he knows how much it means to me. To have those things done like I hate looking out in the backyard and seeing dog shit there Ugh. And I hate having to pick it up like that makes me feel putrid and Like it's it can be really hard to wrap your head around the fact that these real non-sexual Activities can make you feel sexually Alive and aroused and turned on but when you start to work out what these patterns are for yourself You can really communicate that with your partner so that you can have a really fulfilling sexual relationship so just food for thought around what things are holding you back from having the sex life that you really, really want. And like, you wouldn't be alone in thinking, well, I don't understand why women want sex. Like I, I, or people want sex. I don't understand what the appeal is. I've never really enjoyed it. It feels like too much effort. I'm tired. Like I can't be bothered. I just throw a leg over him to do him a favor. Like I don't understand what people see. And I hear this and I'm like. We can make sex enjoyable. You're just, you're living in a bubble where you don't feel like you can sexually, be sexually expressive. And like I'm saying, the best sex comes from a really connected, connected relationship. Like when you have a conscious relationship where you are so present, where you feel so seen, so heard, so valued, so safe, the sex inevitably is incredible because you, you, you feel supported. And when you are in a relationship like that, you just, you feel more able to say, well, I'm feeling really self-conscious at the moment. Like, I don't know. I've just recovered from a yeast infection. So I'm feeling a little bit insecure. Can you just, can you just make sure that, um, when you're down there, you feel happy about it? Like fuck, say anything. The funnier it is, like for me, like I, I like to use humor and so does my husband. So that kind of works perfectly. But the funnier it is, the easier it is. Like, bring a joke into the bedroom. That shit's great. It lightens the mood. It doesn't have to be serious. Like, fuck. You can have fun with this. It's the whole point. We get to have fun with this. So if this is something you're working through at the moment, send me a DM. Send me a message. And yeah, we can look at the ways that we can work together and clear out some of these things that are stopping you from having... A vivacious sex life and having your needs met. Like, babe, I'm all about having your needs met. And I know there's things that go around. It's like, oh, you know, when you have kids, like, you don't have sex anymore. Like, you've had enough sex. Now you've got babies. You don't need to do it anymore. And it's like, fuck, man, you are missing the whole point. Like, you're missing the point. And this is when I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Thanks, Susan. I'll just park your ideas over there in the I didn't ask for you advice column. And then I'll get back to teaching women who want to feel sexually liberated and alive again, which is you because you're here. You're listening to my potty. You are invested. You want to feel sexually free. And why the fuck not? Like my mum listens to these podcasts and she probably cringes at the amount of times I swear on here. But that's also me. So YOLO. I just know, I know the power of a really incredible sex life. And especially after having kids, like I crave that adult connection and that intimacy and those really deep, soul rich conversations like those are nuts. They are what make you feel like you when all when you were like elbow deep and nappies and fucking pseudo cream and schedules to your six week checkup and rebuilding your pelvic floor and everything. So yes, I get it. And I am still the biggest advocate for sex. And I think as an, you know, an actual, always been quite a sexual person. Like I see the value and I think it keeps my relationship rich and that's why I love it. But um, yeah, if you are listening to this potty and you've got to the end, which I certainly hope most of you have, I want you to go and check out Womb Wisdom because it is a really, really incredible self-paced course that helps you connect with your body again. And for you beautiful listeners, I have a discount code. Send me a DM and just say podcast episode and I will provide you with a discount code for a whopping, I don't know, $150 off Womb Wisdom. And it is a seriously incredible course. It is self-paced and this is available to the first five listeners who DM me. So if this is you and you have been looking at Womb Wisdom and you want the discount code for $150 off, send me a DM saying, yeah, podcast episode or direct like DM me saying $150 off for Womb Wisdom. I will know what you mean. And Yeah. I will send you the link and you will have instant access. It is beautiful and it's a really nice way. Like I've I've used my yoni egg to feel better about my body, to reconnect with my body image, my sexuality, rebuild my pelvic floor, run without weighing myself, and to have longer-lasting orgasms. So the course is incredible. It's basically a how to, from how to purchase a yoni egg to where to purchase a yoni egg, to how to use it, rituals cleansing everything. It's fucking valuable. So yeah, send me a DM and I will make sure that you get the correct link and start perusing the beautiful course. But yeah, I just want something to reward you beautiful listeners for for listening to my potty because yeah I know how many other podcast episodes um there are and I'm grateful because I'm super grateful when you support me in this way and hopefully you get as much out of it as I love giving. So yeah, enjoy this little dissy on me. I hope you have a fantastic day and I will see you guys in my DMs. I will talk to you later. Bye.